Today's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, part two, Kevin Durant, brought to you by ZipRecruiter. I didn't have to use ZipRecruiter when I hired my fantastic Ringer staff, but if I had, their powerful engine probably would have told me to hire everyone I hired. That's how good Zip is. 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within a day. They are the best at distributing your job to the best boards, identifying the right people, and inviting them to apply. My listeners can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS about our Recapables podcast. That is the new podcast that we launched that recaps Atlanta episodes and Billions episodes and then eventually Westworld episodes. The Atlanta ones go up Friday mornings, hosted by Amanda Dobbins and her rotating crew. They break down the previous night's Atlanta episode. And then Sunday night's Billions we get the screeners early for those, so we can put those up right after the podcast, right after the show airs on Showtime. You can click on a, on our post game podcast, basically. And I saw episode two; it was really good. Check that out. Also, the Ringer MLB show is back. In case you didn't know, subscribe now if you love baseball. We have uh, our whole Ringer staff is on that one, rotating crew, and it's really good. And I'm happy with how we're heading into the season with that. And then also One Shining Podcast is in San Antonio this week if you want your last-minute college basketball fixes. Check that out. Uh, we also have the red carpet premiere for Andre tonight, the Andre the Giant documentary that we did. So excited to tell you about that next week on the podcast. Coming up, part two of my podcast with Kevin Durant. We taped this on Monday in San Francisco along with uh, his business partner, Rich Kleiman, who has become our Andy Richter as we go back and forth. Part two goes off the rails. It's a mailbag. It gets uh, really funny. I thought part two was, I don't want to say better than part one. I just thought it was more entertaining. Uh, you be the judge. Here it comes. First Pearl Jam. What was your peak this year with uh what do you got what do you think your best game was as a team this year with the Warriors? Well, we played OKC right after the play, uh on the Saturday night game? Yeah. yeah I we agree. won at home. Yeah. So was the ceiling of that game higher than any game last year or is it different? Because I would imagine year two you guys have been playing together an extra year that there's probably the the chemistry and continuity of it probably gives gives you a little bit of an advantage. Versus last year. Uh, no? Mm. I don't know about it. I just felt like we were we were wanting to win that night, and we want, we knew what we had to do. I, I really didn't think about last year, this, that, you know, what we did in the finals. I just, I'll like, rephrase. Are, do you feel like you fit in more this year than you did last year? Oh, I'm more comfortable for sure. Yeah, all right. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm more vocal. Um you know, because I don't. You know, when you're coming into a team that's new, that's been successful, you don't want to come in and lead by your words. You want to lead by your actions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now I'm leading by my actions, and I can say some stuff to the younger guys. I could talk to Draymond. I could talk to Steph, Clay. You know what I'm saying? Andre. I'm just more comfortable because I proved myself. You know what I'm saying? What did the new additions bring? We haven't talked about your new teammates since we since our first well, like four Nick podcasts. Carlson. I mean Nick Collison. Nick Collison. Nick Young. See, Nick oh, you miss Nick Collison. Uh, Nick Young. Oh, What's Nick just, Young bring? He 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 has a certain energy that 
that you just enjoy because he's Nick Young. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when he came, I told him the first few days, first few games, I was like, yo, shoot every time you touch the ball. Because I know that's going to give you confidence. I know that's going to make you feel good about playing for us. That was the heat check guy you kind of needed on your team. Yeah. Yeah. And when he making shots, when Nick making shots, that just puts a dagger in the other team. Yeah. He hit a big shot in Cleveland. We were up like eight. Swung the ball in the corner. He hit a three. I was like, game's over because Nick hit this shot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He dancing. And he like shimmying. He got the threes up. And like, I call him Loso because his name's Nicolos. You know, I, I, and I'm like, when Los hit this shot, I'm like, yeah. His energy just rubs off on all of us. So when he does well, everybody gets fired up. Yeah. Coach loves that when he hits the three. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's the underrated part of playing with somebody. The Celtics, Eddie Hass was like that in 08. Yeah, you have Eddie those guys. Eddie Hass did well. The whole team got fired yeah, up Yeah, you got time. those guys because yeah. you want them to, Like, I want Nick to do so well just because he's Nick Young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want Mike him to Miller, do, Miami. Yeah, Mike Miller, Eddie House. You want those guys to do so well because you just really love who they are. Like Fultz was like this today. If you watched when he made yeah. a couple of shots, the Sixers were like going bonkers. You, love, like you just really, really appreciate them because you know where they come from. You know like their path in the league, and you just want them to do so well. That's the underrated part of the game. Like the guys like Nick Nick Young, like you really enjoy when they make shots and they play well because you know it's, you just it's, they just make you happy. You expect Clay to hit shots and Steph and Draymond and me, you know what I'm saying you expect us to hit shots. When you see Nick Young, Quinn Cook, Armory Caspi, Javale McGee play well, it's just like man, I'm just so happy for these guys. You know what I'm saying? That's the underrated part of playing in the NBA. You guys ch- being the champs this year and going into buildings was it any different than last year? No. Seems like it was the same. Yeah, it was the same. It's still an event when people you don't go really to... wa- people don't really want to hate us because they don't. Well, you have, you, when you go in these other buildings, you have forty percent of the fans. Yeah, the fa- like I go, man, we go into these buildings, man. Like it gets louder and louder. Like introducing the starting five, you got Draymond Green from Michigan State, <sighs> Kevin Durant from Texas, <sighs> Steph Curry. <sighs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And that center. And that center. I'm like, yeah, we got our guy. You know what I'm saying? That's our guy that people going to hate. That's why people would love to yeah, hate people us. people hate Zaza. Yeah, but I'm like, come on, man. Zaza is the fucking greatest team. One of the best teammates I ever had, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he only maims somebody in the other team like twice a year. It's not that bad. But y'all don't say nothing about Bill Lambert who closed on closed line somebody. He's your Bill Lambert. He closed somebody closed line somebody in the air. But you don't say nothing about that. But Zaza just fall. And people uh, were just I, first of all, a lot about Bill. First Lambert. of all, I beg to differ. <laughs> Bill Lambert is my least favorite athlete ever. Probably so. I just wanted to say that. Now, Zaza, he's just clumsy enough that you never know what's intentional, what's not. Those are always the guys that are always the most polarizing. It's never, it's never like if you do the freeze frame, you never know. Like when uh, Olenek hurt uh, Kevin Love's shoulder that year, it was impossible to say whether it was intentional yeah. or not because he was so clumsy. Who knows? Uh, all right, I got more. What is 50-year-old Kevin Durant doing? That question comes from Scott Laven 
of Berkeley. I'm going to be an owner of an NBA team. And I'm going to just be chilling. Which NBA team? Uh-huh. Tate's like Hornets, please? No. Uh-uh, I just don't know. But we, uh, I'm going to be chilling. Wouldn't the, the ultimate move be to buy OKC? Hell, oh, let me not say that. Like that. I mean, that would who be knows? like who's who's gonna win in the end? Oh, I, I own your team now, motherfuckers. Yo, I, I'm 29, about to be 30 in September. How old are you, Rich? 41. By the time we're, by the time I'm 50, and you're what? 61. Whoa, I'd be 51. It goes by. It's 10 and no, 10. No, when I'm 50. Oh, Rich is going to be remarried because that reader set him up. <laughs> the Jewish girl in New York. 60. Imagine where we are at that, if we keep it going. Oh, yeah. I'd like to have uh, um, I'd like to have our own Oscar or two and own an NBA team. Own Oscar? Yeah. We're making some good shit. I don't right really now. care about the Oscar. Yeah. But you just have to get a Laker as one of your producers. You win the Oscar. I want to run the Knicks. Oh, the, oh, Laker I really want to run the Knicks. Yo, I think you're serious about that. Dead serious. No, he's dead serious. And I, I think he can run the Knicks better than anybody who's ever Well, that's him. not saying anything. No, no, no. no. But I, I mean, I, I really bears. like Steve uh, Mills. And I really like, I'm, I don't know Scott Perry as much as I know Steve Mills. I, I really know like Scott him. Perry. He drafted me. But he's, he's. I want to run the Knicks. Yeah, he can run the Knicks. So the move, if I was the Knicks owner, would be I would hire Rich as my GM because I know he would like start laughing. <laughs> that would be my move too. Yeah. That would be that would that would mean you have to do that if you're you know. By the way, I did I did an awesome podcast with Bosch, and we were talking Chris? about the yeah he was great. <laughs> Love the Bosch. No, no the team is serious. Asian. <laughs> <laughs> We were talking about 2010. He said the Knicks were never on the table. He said too much noise. Ah, oh. thought that was interesting because they were never on the table for you either, but for different reasons. It's just, yeah, because they 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 weren't gonna. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Scott Laven also wants to know what's your favorite Clay story. This could be this. Could, this is a good oh, question. so when um, the night before day, the game before he had 60, Clay just missed practice. He didn't come. He just. Nobody, like, you know, when practice starts, it's like, where the, where the hell is Clay? We called him, called him, called him. He didn't come to practice. He was just like, he just didn't come. And the next night, he had 60. <laughs> you still don't know what happened? Don't know what happened. He just was like, I think he said, like, man, I was an hour late, two hours late. I was like, I might as well just stay in bed. <laughs> and he came out and had 60. I was like, this this guy... I need, if everybody in the world was like Clay, the world, the universe would be better. Best weed he ever smoked. <laughs> I don't know about that. China, China Clay became a sensation. That's everyday Clay. China Clay and everyday Clay are the same Clay? Yeah. Clay who, was one of the greatest people I've ever met. Who was the most fun person at Curry's 30th birthday party? Clay. Other than your coach? Clay. Clay. So Clay always wins. Yeah. Clay and Mike Brown. He has the greatest. Mike Brown. Mike Brown has the greatest job of all time. Why? Mike Brown has the greatest job of all time. Mike Brown is a legend. I fucking love him. Can you give me a story or a reason? No, they have no like you know cool stories. But he's just like his energy is just amazing. Just so, just so. 
fun to be around. He's a, you know, he coaches from the, was it the first round? What? He coached us in the first round last year. Yeah, he went undefeated. First round into game three of the finals or game two. Oh, yeah. Did he give you LeBron tips? Give me LeBron tips? No, the team. Why would he give us LeBron tips? Didn't he? Didn't he uh, but coach why would he give team? us LeBron tips against LeBron? That's what I mean. Like what to do against him. No. He clearly didn't know what he was doing. I think he took offense at that oh, question. I thought, you meant, I thought you meant, like, uh, you guys should do this because, you know, when I was with LeBron, we did that. No. Yeah. No, he didn't do you that. You mean, like, how to, like, how to like, guard him? Tips that he knows from when I coached LeBron, oh, I've okay, noticed, okay, okay, okay. I noticed this happened. No, he trusted us. He trusted me. He trusted us. No. Jason in Seattle, you can guess where this is going. Would I come back to Seattle? If Seattle eventually lands an expansion team. Or a relocated you asked team. This question last podcast. Would you consider ending your career there? The reason I'm bringing this up is because even though we answered this in the last podcast, I'm still getting the question. That's how <laughs> no. desperate Seattle is for you to come back. Uh, yeah, they ignored your previous answer, and they're going to ask again. I would definitely think about okay. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, just every time I'll ask that. Yeah. This one's good. This is from Anthony Flum. Who? Oh, Anthony Flum. Anthony Flum. Flum. What's up, Anthony Flum? What are the odds of you and Russ ever having an interview on NBA TV like Shaq? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do that shit. Where you say you sit in chairs facing each other and no, it's super I, awkward. I just, I just don't want to do that. We'll do it on our YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't, don't want to do that. You should do a parody of it on your YouTube channel. Just have him and Russ. They're just staring at each other. It was like an AA meme. Just eating a pizza. <laughs> oh, I'm just so sorry, man. Whatever I can't happened. say, yeah, I can't say I took that Shaq Kobe interview very seriously, yeah. considering they the absolutely Isaiah, hated each other. Because uh, they cried. That's that was a real, Isaiah Magic was great. Though they had a lot of, lot of baggage. Those two guys. It was. I was actually happy. What'd that, you say uh, about Kobe and Shaq before? They hated each other. They, 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 yeah, but that's why you would do the show. Yeah, but I they still. I don't think it. I hate they're, Russ they're never, as much as Kobe or Shaq. Hated. No way. Kobe you and Shaq was Russ. so much worse. I never hated. No. Kobe and Shaq was so much worse than anything yeah, that happened. Yeah, like no, yeah, I don't yeah, think that it happened. That's bad. But that also, like, you have to have they're good. Russell and Kevin are good now, so it's like you'd have yeah. to get to a point. It seemed like Magic and Isaiah had never talked about anything, so it's like, yeah. No, they they didn't talk for your years and years saying. and years. But yeah. uh, I'm not carrying that burden with me about Russ. I don't think he's carrying that burden either. But oh man, I don't want to talk. To, no, fuck no. I don't think no. I don't I think either. those shows were cool though. The first one, Isaiah Magic was great. I didn't watch Kobe and Shaq. I don't know. I just thought it was. But I'm like a real '80s basketball baby, and so are you, Bill. I don't. You're not really like an '80s basketball baby. You're a '90s basketball baby. So that was pretty big to watch that. I thought. I like the Bird and Mikhail one because I learned. Even though it wasn't don't very make, good, it don't make no shit up. You like it because <laughs> no, you're a Celtic fan. No, yeah, no, that's no. It. Actually. If I had two of them could have just stared at each other for an hour and a half. No, that because it didn't get into. They had like a real rivalry, and they what was their rivalry? They were just different. Mikhail was one of those guys. He was like the greatest teammate ever. He was like the Celtics version of Clay. He just <laughs> he just loved everything, and he loved going out, and he loved. He didn't take it that seriously. It wasn't life or death. And Bird was like, all he wanted to do was you be think better. Dennis at Johnson could have played in the NBA today. Oh, absolutely. He, he, there's not really a lot of guys like him, though. And he would have had to shoot a three, right? Like some of these guys would have had to add three-point range. They couldn't have been a 20-footer guy. 
But the Bird McHale thing was interesting because there were these little tips in there that I didn't know. Like McHale was talking about how Bird used to throw in the best entry passes. And Bird was saying, oh, like... Oh, got really technical and stuff. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, I used to really think about where you like the ball. And he was like, you know, you liked it. You like to be rolling toward the basket when you got the entry pass. So I'd put it... Oh, that must Like, it was cool. like some deep dive shit. I That's was into cool. it. I like that. It was good. I like that because they were they actually were teammates and... Yeah. But they did not get along, right? They got along. No, right? they got along. It was it was professional. They just were never tied off the court. Yeah, I think, I think Bird always felt like McHale... Could have been greater than he was, and that he six didn't want man. it. Like, I know Mikhail was awesome, but I think like there was that one game when Mikhail scored fifty six, and Bird was like he should have gone for sixty, like he was mad at him, and he scored sixty nine days later. Because Bird, was so they had they had like a little big brother little brother thing. They it was definitely there. I like that. Yeah, it was good. I like that. Uh, David Levine wants to know: Are you ever cognizant about the Vegas point spreads in your game? Like, do you oh, ever man. look at the spread and say, "No, we're only five point five, five and a half point favorites"? That's Hell like a really no. ballsy question, I, David Levine. I'm just, David, you're no. Is he Hell throwing no. games? Are you no? asking? How much money did you lose gambling, David? <laughs> yeah, David. Fucking <laughs> like wife is going to tell you your wife should. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Well, gambling might be gambling so might be legal. <laughs> he can't be married talking about gambling, fucking motherfucker. Yeah. Gambling might be legal soon, though. <laughs> Gambling's going to be... He's like, I'm were you cognizant that gambling? you guys were seven-point favorites in game three? <laughs> yo, David, yo, relax, bro. Uh, Kelly Quarton wants to know, do you... Oh, this is interesting. From American Idol? No. Do you mentally separate the season into different sections or phases? No. Do you have any process at all? Every day is important. Okay. Because... Um, Nowadays, I don't want to play for awards or recognition. I want to be able to make a shot from every angle on the court. So every day is important to me because I want to master making a shot from every angle. So I don't, I don't really break it down. I just know every day is important. I have noticed with your game this year that there's an all-around aspect of it that seems like a tad higher than it's been. Yeah, I'm looking that's at this where you like, get offended. I'm looking at this like I'm playing chess instead of just like just playing. Like every pass you're throwing has like real like you're putting thought into it. Has how a hard purpose. The bounce I have passes. a purpose now yeah. when I step on the court. See, I thought you'd be offended that I noticed that. You'd be like, no, I was like that five years ago. I mean the blog boys really don't notice that. <laughs> I like going at the blog boys because they're going to get upset and they're going to write these articles about how I've changed and shit. And I can't wait. Because they're going to... I know you're sensitive and you got it in your feelings about me when you write when you write stories about me and about how I'm sensitive. I love it. So these blog boys, going, they're not going to understand me. But I'm really trying to just get better. Every time I step on the court, I want to master every shot I shoot. So, when you read the stuff about LeBron, all the stuff he's doing with his body, mm-hmm. and like Maverick said, he's spending like one and a half million dollars a year now on his body, which who knows if that figure is true. But it does seem like he is as big and strong and fast as he's been in his whole career in year 15. Like oh, he's man. really. He's 33 years old. He's putting more. He's 33. I'm looking at his age. He's 33. What does that mean? 
the year 15 stuff, like, uh, I'm not really, he's 33 years old. If he was 38 in this year 15, I'm like, oh, shit. Right. He's 33. Or you're saying 33, like, it's, it's. He's 33 years old. And he, he take care of, he takes care of his body, like, nobody I've seen. But when you, when you see some of the stuff he's doing, do you think, like, oh, shit, maybe I, is there stuff you could pick up? Or is every person their own person? We're different. Yeah, we're all different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather work on my skills more so than, like, you know, hop in the weight room every single day. And, you know what I'm saying? I'd rather work on my skills. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's how I'm different from LeBron. You know? Well, his game's more physical, too. Yeah, so he's, he's more, he's yeah. The he's pounding. more bruiser, more physical. So yeah. I get that. You know what I'm saying? I understand that, and I respect that shit. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to take care of your body every day. You know, professionals really have to do that. Well, uh, Did you talk about that in the Uber or no? No, we didn't talk about that. <laughs> Yo, why are you killing me about the Uber, bro? <laughs> I don't know. I'm old school. Rich is old school, too. That is not old down. school. Yo, stop I, that. Yo. I didn't like when Bird and Magic filmed the Converse commercial. Yeah, they did that in the 80s. Like, I didn't cool, like it. man. They spilled like the commercial like, together. Bird was friends with Magic. I didn't like it. Come on. I can I cannot like it. It's They were bros. It's American. I have I the right that to was choose. Amazing. Yeah, it was incredible. I thought the Uber thing was amazing. I thought the Bird and Magic spot. Yeah, was it showed their the human. The Jordan spot was amazing. What you want them? You want you would think when they see each other in the street, they're supposed to like drop the gloves and just yeah, fight. just fight them. You want me to just throw a punch at them? Just I like yo, bro, fuck for, you, bro. They've known each other for fifteen years. Yeah, come on, man. People like the Uber thing. I yeah, think it, it was, was really success. good. And I still think you could feel that there's a competition there. Yeah. And that LeBron feels like, you know, he's the greatest in the world and he should feel that way. Uh, Kevin you, feels like he's yeah. the best bass player in the world. He should feel that way. But there's a lot of respect and they have different perspectives. LeBron's a father and Kevin's not. And he asked questions about that. I thought it was great. Yeah. Maybe it was just a bit too highbrow for you. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Maybe because we shared an Uber. But uh, you know when, you know when, you, uh, you know. Uber. You know when, uh, like, yo, it was an Uber pool. I like that pool. We, uh, you know, Uber X, and you know, and Brian was in there when I got in. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> do you know, like, the competition goes to another level when you actually know the guy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I didn't I did. know Brian, it'd be like, nah, this is another day at the office. But we talked that, about this before. Now like, that I know him, it was like. I make a text and be like, "Yo, I whooped your ass the other day. We could, yeah. we kicked y'all ass." You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's more of a competition when you know someone. We've talked about this in previous podcasts, but it's always when teammates yell at each other on the bench, it becomes a big thing online. So, oh, they got into it. It's like, yeah, they're you're supposed playing to playing sports. You're supposed to. Yeah, that's what happens. If you're it not happens. yelling at each other at some point during the season, yes. you're not doing anything right. Yes. Uh, Mike from La- Mikey from Los Angeles wants to know which current or former teammate of yours had the biggest entourage. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I ain't gonna say that. Uh, you have an answer. You're just not giving it. Yeah, I got an answer, but I'm not I can answer that. But I won't. I mean, I, yeah, I, I know yeah, who your you answer know, is. I, yeah, we know. Uh, who cares? Who, who cares? So much for an honest podcast. Jeez. No, I'm not. Five and a half podcasts. I'm not talking about the biggest entourage at ESPN. <laughs> Yo, can I ask you a real question? Yeah. Should I? What do you think about these guys on like Fox Sports and ESPN, like talking basketball or talking sports, like Nick Wright? Since oh. you want to ask me about my competition, people, do like, I think they're good or what? Do you, what do you think about them? Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, who's a f- 
Well, you don't uh, like a lot of the talking heads. I, I don't because they are. I'm not even going to say that. But what do you think about them? Um, Put you on the spot since you want to ask me about, you know, I don't like when you I, and Braun talk. <laughs> I very rarely get, get pleasantly surprised when I watch people talk basketball on television. You know what I liked? Doris and Chauncey did a basketball game. They announced Doris is the greatest. Doris. Doris is Ryan Rico. Doris is. Did you hear the game she did with Chauncey though? Doris is. Oh man, I, Doris I, I and Chauncey. Love her. And Chauncey, like his, it all fell into place, and he's like breaking shit down. They know basketball. It was, man. it was the best broadcast I've had in ten years. And I was oh, like, they were in. The, no, no, don't, don't, the booth. don't, don't. Tell me what you think about these guys: Nick Wright, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, Stephen A. Smith. These, you know, these guys. They, these clowns. Oh wow, this is interesting. This is yeah. Good. I want to know. This All is right. an honest podcast. So Tate, let's... don't turn the volume down. <laughs> turn it up, Tate. <laughs> turn it up. I want to hear. Um, they have like their own code. I don't like. I don't like takes for the sake of takes. So anyone who's doing that, I'm a little less excited. The thing I like about Stephen A. Who I know you've had issues with in the past. Um, I don't have no issues with Stephen A. I just I don't think he knows. Uh, never mind, because he's gonna make a whole segment on his show, and yeah. he gonna. That's right. They can't. <laughs> I don't know basketball. Let what? me tell you something, Kevin Durant. I am just. I'm just. God damn it! I'm beat up. Yeah, I don't. I'm not trying to hear that shit. But what do you think? I'm always impressed by. <laughs> Stephen A's ability to do monologues on any sort of sports topic for the hours take is he's hilarious. So, he's so necessary, though. I, yeah, think, I think he's necessary. good at his job. He's I, good I, at I, it. I, I, I got to say, it. I think he's, he's good at it. Him, he's necessary, but what about like the... Yo, don't give me political answers, bro. He I had, just gave you the political answer. He had answer. the most incredible monologue I had to call Kevin oh I even yo I was like yo I gotta prove myself I'm in my 11th year and no no award. but he was He's talking like, about yo, I wanna know I want you to get the first seed I was like Steven come on Oh my god he's just incredible and like he's necessary he's, yeah, he's, he's he should be in the game like, he's a hall of famer but you shouldn't have the career. other guys in the game I I'm convinced sometimes. I like. I think Coward, who who I oh, know, you call I know him a little bit. Coward or Coward? Colin Coward. Oh wow! The guy on Fox. Like you call him a coward? Colin Coward. Wow! You call name. him a coward? I thought Colin it was Colin Coward. He's a coward. Um, who I've done podcasts with. I love going back and forth with. You call him Colin Coward? But he does do his homework. Like he watches the games. Yeah. No. And then he comes up with angles, and sometimes his his fatal flaw <laughs> is. <laughs> He'll take a crazy angle and try to defend it as like, coming up, I'm going to tell you why Draymond Green is actually the best player in the Warriors. <laughs> and, you know, that's like a style. <laughs> and then you're in your car like, what? Oh, I'm going to stay in my like car that. for an extra four like minutes. I so I don't know. I, I think, think these dudes are necessary because they're so like, they really don't understand what we, you know the game that much, but like, but we also need the guys that 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 can kind of fight fight those guys and really show the fans what the game is about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you're too quiet. I've been in. You're too quiet. I've been in that situation. You're too quiet. Well, I'm gonna explain. So, I'm gonna okay. explain one talking head thing to you, because I because I was on that NBA show for two years and we did like 55 shows one season. <laughs> 
And you get in this mode where it's like, you're on Wednesday, you're on Friday, you're on Sunday. It's like, what do we lead the show with on Sunday? And you just, you got to kind of lead with something. So it's like, uh, what's wrong with the Lakers? Yeah. And then it's like, all right, we'll go around the room. And it's just kind of, so you don't there's wanna... no other way to do it. So my own thing was like, all right, I know we're going to do this. I'm going to try to have a really cool angle or something that I haven't heard before. Or I'm going to go all in on whatever. But I know this is part of the thing. I never really liked it that much. I never liked that really? aspect of it. Like. Yeah, because it was always like talk it's about always the Knicks a show, again. right? Talk it's, about the Knicks. It was always yeah. Lakers. It was always Knicks. Yeah, like I, I was like, can we do the Harden trade again? They were like, no, we did that last week. <laughs> yeah. Just one more time, one more time. <laughs> but you know, you got to fill all these hours, and I think that's when you get in trouble with this stuff. It's not really it's like, real. It's not real. On, you're on 15 hours a week, and by the 12th hour, you're like, all right, coming up, I'm going to explain to you why Giannis is going to leave Milwaukee in two years, and then. You're like, uh, real, do I know if you he's don't leaving? believe it or yeah. yeah, it's like you're just you're it's almost like a debate in high school. Yeah. Where you're like arguing aside. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's when people get but in trouble. But that's why I like Stephen X. I think that under the pretense that he has to do that, I think he does a good job of making it. It feels the most genuine. He's got to do it every morning. And it's, well, uh, imagine if you were in the game like me and you see like these guys just making a mockery of what you fucking been doing. No, no, I understand life. that. I think that the problem is they limit the content they talk about. So there is, like, they don't, because everything is so instantaneous on social media, you don't have to talk about LeBron, KD, and Steph every morning on first take. You True. can broaden the conversation because we are a bit more educated as sports fans. It's just every morning it's like, can does KD have the heart to lead them to the first seed with <laughs> Steph out? Yeah. Can LeBron win on the road in the playoffs? Yes, no, this is why. Like, it, it can go deeper than the three of them. You know what I don't I I don't like to projecting like I seen I guessing seen, what's gonna happen. Not that I just seen I seen these guys just like yo you know these guys are going through mental problems. You know what I'm saying? I don't like you projecting that type of stuff on us. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, like they're breaking from the pressure. Someone did yeah. tell me what's one of the dudes. One of these dudes like yo, he Katie has a. Oh, when problem. you put the snake sneakers out the other day, come these on, these two man. guys, these two guys, did you see it? These two guys yeah. on some channel said that they think something might actually be wrong. Somebody said it's something. Someone they said that something might actually be wrong with you. I am living my best life. I go home and play Xbox, and I'm in such a happy mode. Like these, <laughs> like I, 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 I enjoy. Playing this game and, and making so much money that I can take care of myself, my family. I, I enjoy that. And people was like, man, some you know you have such a mental problem. But uh, I'm just I'm at the point in my life now where it's just like, yo, you cannot tell me I am mentally fucked up because you just think so. That's why I get. That's why I get. Only I can say. Like, I'm only I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know me like that, man. <laughs> I know what this interviewer is going to say, oh, Katie, you're so sensitive. No, bro, I just, I'm aware of what you're saying. Do you think Desus Amaro would work if they were, uh, like, if they were on ESPN at, like, 4.30? Desus Amaro, the guys on Vice, Viceland? They are real. I like anybody who's real. I think Dave Chappelle should be the president. Oh, that would be interesting. He's the realest motherfucker. Lil Duval, too. Who? Lil Duval, he's real. I think, yeah, go look at, go follow Lil Duval on Instagram. He is amazing, I know. He's real. Sam from Illinois wants to know, how much different do you feel like the league would be if there were no coaches? 
<laughs> Come on, man. Seriously? I learned the game from coaches. Okay. I learned how to play from coaches. I think coaches. they asked that question because there was that game when you guys were all calling the plays. When Steve Kerr let you guys call but the plays. But do you know that we worked our way from adolescents to teenagers to semi-pros in college to professionals? Like, we worked our way up to that. Yeah, I know. That's why they're asking, I think, if you... Yeah, you know like, what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, I don't think a lot of people realize that growth. You know what I'm saying? We 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 worked our way up into being able to do that. We are keen. Like, everybody's on, like these guys in the NBA were gurus at basketball. Who was so, the best at diagram in the place? Um, probably D. West. Oh. He has coach potential down the road if he wants it, right? Yeah. He's probably he, going to do something else, though. Uh. Man, he's the most interesting man in the, that I've ever been around. Steve Kerr seemed to think there's like 10 different possibilities for him. For D. West? Yeah, when he's done playing. Man, going I a bunch just of, bunch of ways. guy, man. He, ah, man. You can learn so much from D. West just from being around him. Not even just about basketball. Yeah. Just about life in general. You know what I'm saying? Just about history of anything (laughs) you know what i'm saying i love the u.s but he drew up some good plays uh andre guadalla drew drew up some good plays anybody have a terrible play no no um with three and three basketball getting added to the olympics in 2020 who would be your two guys Uh, that comes from mike jensen thank you to everybody who sent emails by the way with questions we love this me Kyrie. Kyrie. I'm the biggest Kyrie fan in the world. I know. We got your uniform ready. <laughs> Stop that. I'm just saying we got it ready. Stop. Um, I know me, where I think you should live, too. Me, Kyrie, and... Uh, do you want to walk to the garden, or do you want to take an Uber? No. Will LeBron be in the Uber? <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy living at the Millennium right now. Um, Me, Kyrie... You and Kyrie, just you two, nobody. No, no me, Kyrie, and probably Brian. Okay, I guess you, Kyrie, and Brian. So you'd have to you'd have to solve some stuff with this those two. This is not before. including any of the Warriors. Yeah, not including the Warriors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you couldn't pick two of the three. Warriors. Yeah, I'm not, so I mean, would I would pick my teammates, but you know, me, Kyrie, and Brian would be the two. JT from Queens. Wants to know what player is currently in Oladipo waiting to happen. Someone whose talent is being suppressed or has not blossomed yet because they're playing with a superstar. Do you um, see anybody in the league like that? No. Tatum? That's Tatum. A couple Maybe. years from now. Uh, Tatum's a baby. That's, that's a, a lot of players that had that that if they had that opportunity Oladipo could have that Oladipo had can flourish. He also worked on his body and his game. Yeah, because that's his. By the way, that's, nah, stop that. Stop no, that. No, he got man. in crazy shape stop last that. summer. He had that in him, man. No, no I know he had it in him, but he got in Orlando, crazy though. shape. He, he did do it. He, he did a little in there. Now, well. after the season ended, he got this trainer and he got like in crazy shape. Stop that. Or Oladipo had that in him already. Yeah, but he still worked at it, though. He, he worked at it, but he had yeah, that but in him. I wouldn't, but you preface it by saying if he. Is playing with a superstar, then went on his own. He wasn't playing with a superstar in Orlando. No, but he was with Westbrook. Yeah, for one year. I guess the question is: Is somebody in the wrong situation that if they found the right situation, you could uh, see them blossoming? You see, other than everyone on the Knicks. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think anybody could do that. It's hard to be Oladipo. 
Old Depot waited be all his NBA. turn for so long. He how long you been in the league? Twenty thirteen. Five years, yeah. He waited his turn. I don't think anybody else in the league could do that. I remember the guy who did the draft He's on ESPN. He's fucking good, man. I know. The guy who did the draft on ESPN that year was saying Old Depot should have been the first pick. You know who that was? It was me. It was you? Yeah. Who was the first pick that year? Bennett. It was Bennett. I was saying to Cleveland, just take Old Depot. Don't mess around. Do you think Anthony Bennett just may be in the wrong situation? <laughs> I think he was. He should have been like the 10th pick. He yeah, that wasn't his fault. Well, then also the league was changing and nobody realized it. He yet. was the first pick. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was an old school. Oh, you're saying you think the first pick? He was like LJ. They thought he was gonna be like LJ. Yeah, you think but the, the league's being different. The first pick hurt him. That's what I yeah. worry about with Marvin Bagley. Like when when you look at these guys who are the fours now, you have to actually think of them. What are they gonna be like in a playoff series playing the? Four? Yeah, that's how you gotta look at them. How good? That's how I look at look everybody. Out. Like that dude on Villanova, Bridges, that dude can be in any playoff team right I now. I love him. Yeah, he could be the great. ninth man on 10 I, playoff teams. I love him. Yeah. I like There's certain Carter. guys you just know. You like Wendell Carter? Yeah. I like Wendell Carter. I like Wendell Carter, too. Yeah. I thought Bagley looked good, too. I liked, uh, I think Brunson could be, a, I could totally see him being a fourth guard for a good team. Like three fourth guard? Now. I don't know. Third or fourth guard. Fourth guard. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is a fourth guard? Tell me one fourth guard in the Terry league. Terry Rozier. He's not a fourth guard. Oh, smart. People play th- people play three guards all the time. We need four Terry guards. Terry Rozier is a backup great, point guard. Rozier's good. He's a fourth guard. He says a lot about Pitino's yeah. guard coaching at Louisville. But, Some uh, good guards, bro. Rozier, he did. Go you love the Louisville jokes. Rozier is a <laughs> starting point guard in the league. No, I just, I, there's certain guys you could just see him in a playoff you think series. So? 82 games a year, Rozier could be a starting yeah. point guard? Yes. I think you underestimate how many good point guards there are right now. Rozier's a starting point guard. There's like four it. more coming in. Rozier's a starting point guard in the league. All right, don't bump up his price. I know what you're doing. <laughs> trying to make it so we can't afford him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a starting point guard, though. Uh, he's uh, he's going to love getting you the ball. Um, <laughs> they can extend him this summer, right? Yes. We got to figure out the smart thing. I love I like Rozier's game. You, you know, Celtics have a pick this year? Yeah. Who, who's picked they have? I think we have two. Lakers pick? Well, they have no, we get we have the Kings pick in a year. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Oh. And we have the Grizzlies pick unprotected in like 2021. This was all the stuff Rich didn't tell you when you had your Boston visit. He didn't lay out all the picks. Uh, by the way, Rich did. did. Nah, Rich didn't. You should have put yeah, it on paper. It was by the way. You don't think the Celtics told us that? Yeah, relax with all that shit. Dude. Yeah, yeah. They, he, they brought Tom Brady. They should told you about the fucking picks. They did, and he made the right decision. Yeah, no, he good. did. All right. We were runners up. No. No? <laughs> you weren't. Who was the runners up? OKC. Ah, you're just saying that now. No, no. No. What? They were never. They were, you were they out. They were, right? You were of out. Of course. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? Come on. You're saying outside of OKC. Nah, you were. Come on. You were out. You ready. You're oh, ready yeah, for a new city. Leaving. Yeah, yeah. You but, were leaving. Yeah, but they were running up. You oh. weren't leaving for sure. You, I mean, no, not for sure. But yeah, they were. yeah, you were out. Yeah. No, Bill, stop saying that. It was, it, it was, was Golden go. State, Boston. No, it wasn't. It was time to leave. It was, so. but not to. No, I wasn't going. You know, you know, shut up. <laughs> 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 the clay game is a phenomenal. What if though? Yo, what if? That's the best that. what that's the best what if for this decade. Other How many what ifs can we have in life right now? No, but that's a good what alternate universe what if. What if 
But just what if Clay didn't go crazy in game six? What if yeah, you were born I think OKC wins the finals. What if you were born in Montana? Would you be doing this podcast right now? Cleveland trades, Cleveland trades no, Kevin Love to the Celtics. For? For that Jalen Brown pick. And something else. And then Stop! Uh, I'm telling You're you. You're going to drive yourself crazy. I'm just I'm having fun on my what podcast. Is? No, stop. Uh, Sean Jordan <laughs> wants to know, do your basketball skills translate to other things like beer pong or maybe games we as fans wouldn't expect? I'm pretty damn good at beer pong. What else? Hand-eye coordination games? You good mm, at billiards? No. Horrible at ping pong, yes. Air hockey? I wiped you off the court 10 times what in a row. Pop, what happens when no, you No, not it's seven times in a row. How about Papa Shot? Oh, yeah, Papa Shot easily, but not, I mean, beer pong, I'm pretty good. Right. Football, you're good. Football, I'm good, yeah. I saw the football highlights. That was pretty good. I'm a damn he's, like, like he's got a good arm. Mega Megatron. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Frazier from Sydney, Australia wants to know, what's the best signature shoe We're outside coming. of your own? We're coming. <laughs> what to Australia? What's going on in Australia? The wine's kicking in. The wine's kicking in. We had this, this whisper, like we, we a couple names. We whisper is like Tata yeah. is the next whisper. Like, yeah, like we whisper names. It's pretty cool. <laughs> What's the best signature shoe? Uh, uh, KD four. No, other than your own. Oh, uh, Jordan one. <laughs> Um, if you guys win again, win it all again this year, Lucas says the media is going to s- keep the LeBron to the Warriors things going. Does this frustrate you? And did it annoy you when that rumor started last month? <laughs> Frustrated, annoyed, man. I am living, like I said before, I am enjoying my life. Okay. Why the fuck? Well, you came on when you was like. These fucking warrior LeBron stories. <laughs> yo, are driving me insane. Yo, that was annoying, though. That no, that, it was not. That was an annoying story. No, though. look, can I can I explain something to you, please? I play basketball for a living. They pay me a lot of money for a supreme skill that I have. Why the fuck would I be worried about anything? You have an amazing life too, Bill. We all, yeah, it's different. You know, Listen, we all have a man. I didn't, I didn't you write enjoy the question. You enjoy what you do. I yeah, really I enjoy what I do. I love what I do. You I make didn't a write lot the of money. To you talk make a lot sports. of money to talk about sports. I, didn't write I make the a question. lot of money to play sports. Why the fuck would I be worried about anything? I enjoy playing Xbox. I enjoy just going home and going to sleep and watching Billions. And 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 billions. Uh, Are you uh, listening to our recap of those podcasts? We have a podcast you that watched? recaps no, billions. I watch it. Did you watch it yet? I watched a little bit, but I wasn't really locked in. I know what episode you're in. Did he? He told me last night. Do you, did do he you have tell a, you? Oh, I didn't think we were supposed to say anything. Did he tell you in the podcast? No, he told me after. Oh yeah, he told me after. I guess why the fuck? How come I don't know? No, but he, I think he thought I would tell you. What is it? it? <laughs> the mics are on, bro. No, but oh. Okay, perfect. Damn, that's too. That's so late. I know. Do you have an Axe Capital fleece? Yes, I do. He gave you a fleece, right? Yeah. yeah. Did he give you one? Yeah, I had to trade a ring. He did rounders for it. and billions. He's good. I know. I've been friends with him for years. I know that you're. I'm just saying the fact that he oh, did that's rounders. your bro. I've okay. known him for a long time. Cool. He loves you, man. I'm very happy he for does. that, dude. He listens to all our podcasts. His, his dream was to have a show like this that that all these random people loved. 
<laughs> and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, we should get uh, on him. Nick Gordon go. says, does LeVar discourage potential free agents from signing with the Lakers? No. I think okay. LeVar's chilled his thing out, right? He's, Tell him how much I love LeVar. Kevin loves LeVar. <laughs> Kevin loves LeVar. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I love LeVar? Because he reminds me of a, a normal AU dad. Players don't mind LeVar. No. The media is the much media more annoyed by LeVar than players are. Yeah, because players are used to LeVar. Yeah, I've I've seen dads like him. Yeah. I grew up with I grew up watching people watching dads like LeVar and I'm like, I appreciate what you bring. You know what? Cause like I wish that, you know what I mean? I the my, crazy my, family member who thinks he's get who could coach the team. Yeah. I, like me and my dad are so tight right now, but yeah. Growing up, I didn't, my dad really didn't come to games. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I wish I had a dad like that. A lot of players wish they had dads like Lavar. Yeah, just being their support. Maybe not like you know, going on ESPN or first, you know, putting the pressure on like he did, like he did Lonzo. But it's just like Lavar is the prototypical like pops yeah. in the AU circuit. Like we, I fuck, I like him. I like his family. I, every time we play the Lakers and I see him, I give him a big hug. I'm like, man, I like what you're doing, man. I enjoy it. I'm, I just like your personality. I like that you care about the game so much and you care about your son so much. That's what I like. I don't know. The the big baller brand, I don't, I'm not getting into that. But I just like what he I does. think there's one thing he did that bothers me. The Luke Walton thing. Right? Yeah, I don't oh, like he talking about the coach like foul. that. Yeah, I don't like don't that. Don't talk shit. about the coach. No, nah, don't talk about the coach. I think um the middle kid, what's his name? Oh, uh, the one who was at UCLA for I a second. The, I think that law I think listen, I, I don't want to judge anyone else's family or how they make decisions. As a fan, I'm only speaking as a fan, the opportunity to play basketball at UCLA, even if he messed up in China or didn't mess up, whatever the case is, that was a pretty good opportunity. He's gonna he could regret not playing there and choosing to I play. I got to play. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think he should let him play. He should let him play UCLA. He should have go he should have went through the you know, suspension and the discipline that he was on. Yeah. Let, let him play. Like the other guys. Yeah. All, all the other guys sat yeah. out the whole year. He should have sat out. He he you know. That would have been a good lesson to be well, learned. A great lesson. Who is you know, I don't care either way. But that's but, his son and his you know what shit, right? like but I thought it'd have been cool if he'd let him let him go through that and play. I don't know what the second-rate Lithuania league really does for I look anybody. like, I swear to God, I know you're just going to say you're trash, Rich. I feel like I could play in that league in Lithuania. <laughs> you're trash. I've been playing, too. What are you, you stretch four now? Trash. No, I'm a three. <laughs> stretch I'm a three. You want to something funny? So we were, we, you stretch we're, three? We're flying back um, on a plane, a few of us one day, and I said to them, like, <laughs> I, said, I said, man, I, I think I would have went to Carolina. If I could have chose, <laughs> if I could have chose all your, my places, what was to your play. biggest? What, what was your biggest trait? What would you add? No, to the so team they said Carolina? to me, "What would?" You, they said, "No." I, they said, "Why Carolina?" I said, "I think it fits my system." <laughs> I, said, I said, "I think I fit the system." And Why? they said, "They said, what could you have added?" I said, "Run the floor, interior passing." <laughs> <laughs> that was my answer. Yo, you're trash. I'm not trash. <laughs> Uh, Justin wants to know who's the first celebrity to reach out to you and has that relationship lasted? KD. First celebrity? Oh, ever. Had to have been when you were at Texas, I'm guessing. Nah, I know really, no celebrities really reached out to me because it was hard to do that, but... What was the first song you got name-dropped in? Wale name-dropped me in a song. Oh, that's right. We we're doing an incredible... We're doing a, a, um, an hour, like, special... 
yeah. for creating this like hour documentary on the history of basketball players getting dropped in yeah. rap songs dating all the way back to like Yo. Spencer Haywood in the 70s and like why some players are named in rap songs or why some people aren't and how Jay-Z like put Sean Bradley to rest in Crazy yeah. in Love and how Nick Van Exel is recognized for being in Crazy in Love and like it's like LeBron, Kevin, Mello, AI, and Steph over the last ten years have been mentioned in more rap songs than any other uh, NBA player. Really, but I'm really and Tim uh, Duncan like seven times. Like it was this whole we're doing this whole like this whole thing about like why some people get mentioned yeah. more than others. It's kind of cool. But, but it's a good idea. Me and Drake are really tight. Yeah. Even though he's a Raptor, I think so. You might, <laughs> you might be playing them in the finals. <laughs> I hope so. Maybe he's, maybe he's trying to butter you up like that LeBron. That has nothing to do with anything, though. Yeah, but man, I want to say that. I mean, the six guard are really tight. <laughs> These guys are funny, right? Bill and Kevin make good uh, podcasts. Oh, a regular person. Who was your favorite player in the 2018 draft? What? Coming up. Favorite uh, prospect. Mikael Bridges. He reminds me of uh, myself. How? Well, because he's long and athletic, and he can guard different positions. He can shoot the three. Like he just—he waited four years. Like he just waited his turn. I and like our that boy Alonzo Trier. Alonzo Trier, yes. He Alonzo Trier. Isozo is pretty good too. And Trey Young. Trey Young too. And Trae Michael Young. Porter Jr. Uh, yeah, Nick sorry. from Canada wants Shamari to know. Shamar Pons, St. John's. Shamar. No, <laughs> Shamari Pons from St. John's. Yeah, he's coming out. I like him. He's I love out? him. Yeah, I think he's going to be a second round steal for somebody. Shamari Pons. I don't even I know if he's like in I'm the sure. top forty. No, he's not ranked anywhere, but he should be. I watched him take it to teams this year a couple yeah, of times. But you know they beat Villanova and Duke back to back. Yeah, I like him. Yo, yo, chill out with the with the, the Johnnies. But Mully's your guy. Mully's Mike. We got two more. Two more questions. I love Mully. This is important. Cooper Herman. Shout out to Cooper. Well, I'm 13 cool. years old, and I play travel and AAU basketball here in the D.C. area. Oh, yeah. Do you have any advice for how a player my age can get better? Uh, go, play, go play in PG County in the neighborhoods. Go to Sea Pleasant. Go to uh, Kettering. Go to Largo. Uh, go play in the neighborhoods. Uh, that's where all the good players are. All right. right now his mom's like, is there anything else he could do besides going <laughs> no. Go there. What about uh, work on his left to dribble? Shout out Bryce. He went there. Is there like a video we could download instead? <laughs> no. no videos, nothing. Just go play in the neighborhood. Go to Berry Farms. Go to uh, 58th and Southeast and Watts. Go play there. Uh, Nick from Canada wants to know if you could choose one city outside of North America to have the first global expansion team. Where would it be? For argument's sake, let's assume travel time is negligible. Um, Barcelona. Oh, man. That's Australia. a great choice. Or, or uh, Barcelona Brisbane, is a great choice. Brisbane, Australia. Nick from Canada also wants you to know, keep being real, KD. Even people who don't cheer for your squad like me respect you. See? Yeah, so there you go. I'm the realest dude in the league, man. Nick from Canada. Nick was from Canada gets it. Nick, hey, yo, I keep it real, man. That's um, hey, Blog Boys, how y'all feel? Houston Rockets? <laughs> <laughs> you Blog Boys are going to be mad at this one. <laughs> I love it. I mean, so Got anything for uh, the Houston Rockets before we go? 
They have people, home court. A lot of people say that um, the Warriors don't think about the Houston Rockets as much as, as we should. You told you text me that, right? No, I didn't text you that. Yes, you did. I didn't text you that. No, not that. Okay. I didn't text you that. I texted you I was disappointed to the Uber commercial. You get that a lot, though. Yeah, I get that a lot. I'm like, what? Like, we don't like. We should, should we say it in the in the media that we are worried about the Rockets? Like, hell yeah, they're the number one team in the West. Like, what the fuck? Like, of course, <laughs> but we're not going to talk about it every single day. We're just going to come to work. Did and- you know James was this good in Oklahoma? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, you know what Bosch said on the podcast I did what? with him. He said. In the 2012 finals, when they went into it, their key was to shut down James yeah. and give you and Russ your 50 to 55 every night. They didn't care. They wanted to take him out. Wow. If they took him out, they win the series. And then Because yeah, they like, couldn't stop us. They couldn't stop me and yeah, Russ. Yeah, it was like, give you your 55. And then he, then I was like, were you guys happy when they traded James? He was like, yeah. Hell yeah. I remember LeBron t- uh, tweeted it was like, man, my bro James is going to have a good time. It's going to do his thing in Houston. I'm like, he only saying that because he... Because he knows. He knows. That you guys were going to be a problem. Yes. Bosh said, Bosh said they're, the peak of that team was the 27-game winning streak. Miami on a he said He said that was... the. He said LeBron was hit a level that he's just never seen. And the whole team was like every night they just they didn't care if they were down twenty they knew they were gonna win. It was interesting to hear him talk about it. And they took so much out of him they were never really the same after that. They Does like he barely still made feel it. like he's gonna play. It seemed like he hadn't really come to grips with that. It was oh hey, yo blog boys. What up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Let's think. Do you have any last questions for Bill? I feel like I, we have uh, some more. You don't get interviewed enough. We hit everything, right? No, we didn't. <laughs> Asking you. Asking you a question. I thought we hit everything. No, we didn't. I like how you turned it on me with the talking heads. Yeah, I want to know because I, I, I mean, because I know I, the, I beat, don't take the a beat lot writers of don't like it. I know the beat writers don't like them. I There's stuff, the, the things that have gotten better this year, and it's almost gotten too far, but the people explaining what teams are doing with like what they're trying to do on offense and showing like how teams run certain actions and play stuff Still like that. like, you don't know shit. No, but they're, they're doing a good job of breaking it down, I gotta say. <laughs> I know they're gonna be like, Katie, you're so sensitive. No, I'm not. Like Zach Lowe, shit. who I used to work with at Grandland, who's really like good. Zach Lowe. Zach Lowe. He wrote a whole piece about how Toronto knew they had to shoot more threes this year because they just, they just, they didn't have quite enough spacing. And all the little adjustments they made to basically spread the court out, which even included yeah, they like, did. They, they played yeah, faster. Like even DeRozan, who's DeRozan not a great three point shooter, but he's taking them because yeah. he has to. Yeah, yeah. But it was just a smart piece. I mean, can we talk about like, basketball a little bit right now? Yeah, like, let's do it. Like, like, like strategics. Like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So like Toronto, they flipped their system. Because they knew that a they needed to add like three to four more threes. Well, they knew that this was their, this. They had a lot of pressure on them this year as a coaching staff. Did you, oh, that's the reason why, right? Coaching they, staff because if they didn't happen this year, they're getting rid yeah. of the coaches. Yeah, yeah. Is that the reason, or they just thought they would win that way, or is the reason because they thought they would get fired? No, I think the reason was they could not figure out how to beat Cleveland, and they could not just. Do what they did last year again because it wasn't going to work. So they well, had to you gotta, tweak you, their you system. You can't be scared of LeBron James if you're trying to beat Cleveland. 
So here, here's one of the things. Now you got to really challenge them. Like I, I, I like like. Brown's good. <laughs> well, that's the thing. So I watched that game Wednesday. Yeah. So Toronto good. basically had control of the East. They lost this game to Portland, which the Toronto refs got mad. Portland? Yeah, the refs that the refs got the whole thing, and they and they blew this game. Oh, that was they had OKC. A streak. That was OKC. Oh, OKC. I'm sorry. And they had a streak, and they lost the streak. Okay. And then they lose that Cleveland game, and now it seems like they lost their. All of a sudden, the door no, is now open not. for LeBron a little bit. The door no. was not as open as it was. Or the door has always been now. open for him. No, I know, but now if who it, can match up with him? Well, that's what we learned last night. That Toronto scored 129 points and they lost because at the end of the game, LeBron's like, "I'm scoring every time." But they, Cleveland scored like 137. They right? scored 100, yeah, 132. <laughs> but that was like everybody was like, "Oh, this is Toronto's year here it comes," and then LeBron's like, "No, it's not. You still have to go through me in the playoffs." And it was like a really Toronto. interesting game. I really like just playing an All Star game. And their staff was leading the uh, leading the leading the team. So you're impressed by how well run they were. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like any of the uh, opponents have jumped up a level that you've played against? Every opponent has. Like who? Um, like we talked about Portland's definitely a little bit. Portland's this got year. better. Minnesota's got better. Uh, they need Butler back though. Yeah, of course. You need all the players you can in the playoffs, man. What about Mitchell as a rookie actually having to be a creator in a playoff series? Because Utah's good. But Utah's good. Regular you know, season, you know, playoffs Quinn Snyder is one of the best coaches. Yeah, he's in the top I've six. seen since I've been in the league. Yeah, I'm with you. But he's in incredible. The, but in the playoffs, do you remember your first playoffs? What year is that? Oh nine. Oh, or ten. Uh, 2010. Yeah. So you're in there. How? You couldn't have been like at the peak here, at the compared to what the thing was. Yeah, I was twenty one. I was like, I didn't shoot well. But But what about the adrenaline of it? Like, did you feel like you couldn't get your legs? I I was twenty one. If I didn't have no legs at twenty one, then what the fuck was I doing? Yeah, so that's my fear. Yeah, I learned a lot. Mitchell has to have a postseason where he learns all his little. Mitchell Mitchell is going to do well if he struggles shooting the basketball. You cannot judge him off of that. You know who would have been great with Mitchell? Uh, Gordon Hayward. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just Shut saying up, I'm sorry Stop. I'm just saying Of course he would've Can I ask you a Celtic question? Yeah How's that gonna look next year? Let's just say Kyrie comes back You guys lose in the conference finals So I'm just making Don't hold me to this Alright I think we're gonna lose before then Alright I'm just was trying to be nice Let's just go through everything Who's starting five? Starting five next year How's the team unfold? Is Smart back? Does Jalen Brown go to the bench? Who's your big man? Is Baines going? What's, talk to me. Run me through okay. the Celtics next year. So I think Good the question. biggest advantage with Smart is nobody in the league has money this summer because the cap guy, everybody's salary is. And they're not spending it. How much are you spending on, on Marcus Smart? Well, that's the thing. Two years ago, he would have signed a crazy contract, but this year there's only like four teams that and have cap space. And the injuries helping. Yeah, and the injuries. So you say, let's say so like Lou a four-year $70 million deal. Hell no way no. Sorry, I'm just throwing numbers. Yo, get out. I'm just playing. <laughs> so, hey, yo, blog boys, what Marcus Smart getting? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, if you work for the uh, the Ringer or the Barstool, hey, yo, what Marcus Smart getting? <laughs> oh, yeah. Blog. <laughs> yo, Barstool, what Marcus Smart getting since y'all know everything? Yo, yo, Stephen A. Bleach Report. Yo, uh, Shannon Sharp, what Marcus Smart getting? So, Lou Williams signs an extension, $32 million for four years. Underpaid. Right. Underpaid, but 
that tells you what the market is for the summer. Nobody has any money. Nobody has any money. Yeah. So that's why I think they get Who's a deal a, who, on Marcus. Uh, only PG and Brian can pay, right? Yeah. Demarcus. Well, Demarcus has the Achilles, though. Like He's getting paid. That's though. a on, dangerous man. injury, on, though. Man. Stop it. He's that's a, a dangerous injury. He's a great. Come on, man. I don't give a damn what you say. I agree he's great. It's a bad basketball injury. You're right. It is. It is a bad injury. If I'm the owner, I'm nervous back. about it. He's bouncing back. I hope so. Hey, yo, blog boys, is DeMarcus bouncing back? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be a thing, blog boys. It is. So Hayward and Jalen, and I think Jason Tatum's the sixth man. What? Yeah, yeah. Tatum is the sixth man. Yeah. I like Tatum as He wasn't man. supposed to play 30 minutes this year. He was no, supposed he to play wasn't. 20. He's 19 yeah. years old. He's seven. Yeah, he's, he's a baby. Yeah. He, he just had a son, too. He, he looked... Well, <laughs> I, I, honestly, I would not play around with Jason Tatum for one second. He should be starting, and he should start for the next 10 years. What about Jalen Brown? Let him come off the bench. Jason Tatum is a special, special player, man. I just watched him go back-to-back-to-back to back to back possessions of Anthony Davis like a star player. He should, be, he should be getting his he, rhythm off the bench. No. They're you cannot play with no, Jason Tatum, man. spread out the man. scoring, though, the way they did yeah, with Harden bro, and Chris Paul. He Pato. is on a good team. Their crunch time will be Hayward, Brown, uh, Jalen Brown, Tatum, Horford, and Kyrie. I just wouldn't play so, around with Jason Tatum, man. I would. I mean, he's in the second year. He's nineteen, bro. I know, but when you start all year and you carry that load to have to go off the bench, I would not play around with him. I'm just saying. I feel you. What bro. about Eastern teams for sleepers? Like, is can Washington get their shit together before? I like Milwaukee. Really? Yeah. How come? Just because Giannis long, athletic. Yeah, Giannis is. Yeah, I like Giannis. He's so good, man. It feels people like probably, somebody you know weird so funny? People, probably, people watch Giannis get interviewed, and they're like, that's what old KD was before he went, <laughs> before he went crazy. KD is changing. That's, what, that's when we used to love him. That was, that was MVP speech, KD. KD. Where's your backpack? MVP speech, KD? Yeah. Does he know Hoodie Mellow? That's MVP speech, backpack, glasses, KD. Glasses, uh, yeah. Remember when Fuck we used that. to want to bring KD home? I love KD. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, was Thunderstruck KD a KD? Or was Thunderstruck that, KD was yo, definitely old KD. That's that, a whisper. Thunder was that pre-rich? Old KD, pre-rich. Oh, my God. I, <laughs> I created you, bro. Uh, to me, I'm fucking crazy. Yo, Rich, yo, you're, yo, no, you're I a bad influence. I was at your MVP speech. MVP KD. I was there, bro. No. What's that know? noise? It's a phone. Bro. Oh, I thought I was worried that was the podcast ending. Are you trying to end it? No. We could do this all night. No, we can. Yo, can we go all night? Three parts. <laughs> Marathon. Team, can we go all night? Oh yeah, yeah. You, Jay, keep it Kate's running. Kate's gonna use, use the bathroom. bathroom. <laughs> Hello. We're gonna keep going. Who's the next MVP after Harden this year? Oh man. Who'd you put your money on? Somebody who hasn't been MVP yet. Anthony Davis. Shit, right? Yeah. The, his team would have. Demar to. Derozan. You know, MVP is a real thing. But now, uh, nowadays, like. Awards really don't, because the blog boys <laughs> vote on these awards, and they really don't know basketball. I think it's better than it was. No. Because, you know why? Because they publish the votes now, and you can't fuck around. Yeah. If you yeah, do a bad vote, there are people, people call like, you out and make fun Zach of Lowe knows basketball to me. Mark Stein knows basketball. There are people that know basketball. You're, Come on, man. No, there's a lot of people that know, know basketball. basketball, man. So you, no, so you think that, players should vote fair. on the MVP? Oh, they do. No, vote I don't think the players should vote on the MVP. No, they used to do that. It was a disaster. No, so who would vote if it's not Block Boys? I mean, or, obviously, the Block Boys should vote on MVP, but it's no, just that, like, just go watch some games, man. Stop using analytics all the fucking time. 
Well, I think I would like to think some people are out there doing both, though. They yeah, watch the games and they look both. at the numbers. <laughs> some guys are doing both. I'm flip flopping a lot. You think if rappers voted for the MVP, who do you think? Would I win? think rappers should vote for MVP. That'd be sick. That would be funny if they did Jay-Z the MVP, but there was different factions. Yeah. Shit like that. They should vote for MVP. It's like a commission. Yeah, they like own Jay, like ten percent of the vote. Drake, Kendrick, Drake, yeah, they should. J Cole, no J Cole, um, Block Boy, JB, he should vote for MVP. Tate, you, Tate liked that idea. Tate was like nodding vigorously over there. It's like the playoff committee, like in football. You know, you just pick a handful of people. Yeah, yeah man. Rappers. That's all. That's all. That's all. Do you think they should have uh, televised the All Star Game draft? Yeah. Nah. Why not? <laughs> Because it wouldn't have been the same conversation, no? Yeah, I mean, it's the all-star game. Oh, I mean, I'm just answering as a fan. He's answering as a player. I, I, I would assume No, Yo, you're a what, straight fan, bro. But what you'd want to hear, I feel like they wouldn't say, no? I like these damn first ones you got right here. I, uh, Those are dope, right? These are dope. I thought they at least should have broadcast the first 10 picks. Would have been fun. And then after that, it could have been It a wouldn't mystery. have been the same conversation that it was going to have when the cameras were not. The funniest thing was that Al Horford was the last pick on <laughs> one of the teams. And I mean, he... he and Al a, Horford's fucking good, and he's really yeah, fun he's to good, play with. But would you pick him in a street ball game? Depends what, what my accomplishment is yeah. or what, what I'm trying to do. If you're trying to win or If I have them. a bunch of scores and playmakers around and I need like a glue guy who knows what to yeah, do and I where to go, I think Al Horford's great, man. I think that's a good one to have. Draymond's in the same kind of boat. You need those guys. Not everybody can shoot all the time. All right, you're on your phone, so we're wrapping this up. I'm not. You, you just went up. on your phone. I'm just checking my text. Reading those blog boys. Reading these blog boys. <laughs> what did we not cover, Rich? The blog boys. Um, and we talked about the blog boys. I really do want to run the Knicks one day. I'm just being honest. Okay, not I really me, think but... Rich would really kill it as the Knicks one. Uh, what are the TV Knicks? Oh, yeah. Hold What's up, up, should talk TV? The, by the way, we'll get now, to we TV. already heard your Knicks campaign. <laughs> what, the team that I'm watching? That's fucked up. TV. Billions? Oh, TV. I'm watching Billions. I'm watching... Uh, uh, Atlanta? No, I'm watching... Uh, I love Atlanta. That's but I'm watching up, uh, the Tupac and Wait, the... Wait, uh, <laughs> That's fucked up. We already did your, Nick, we did your Knicks campaign. We did it already. Why do you, why do you think... Because <laughs> What? Why do you think he's watching Atlanta? Those are the two shows we do recapables on. Those are our two favorite shows right now. Because I'm black? Huh? No, because it's a good show. Do you okay. like TV? I'm watching, uh, I watch The Shy. You watch The Shy? I don't watch The Shy. Black Shy, Mirror. Black right. Mirror is your job. Black Mirror. I watched, um, uh, what's the other show I'm watching? I'm watching The Unsolved with Tupac and Biggie, which is pretty cool. Oh, I have all those on my DVR. Is that it's worth it? It's pretty cool, yeah. I, I like it. Watch that. All of a sudden, I there's watch, a lot of Biggie Gianni Tupac. Versace? I watch that yeah, one. that's good. Where's I mean, that Andrew Cannon was a fucked up dude. Where, where's the other one? Where are you watching that? That was one fucked up guy, right? You we gotta watch that. it on A and E, right? It's six. A&E, You'll fly right know. through it. It's like six or eight episodes. Uh, no, I don't watch know. It. I'm watching it's, the show. Two episodes. The billions before. came. Billions came on uh, came back. yesterday. And Silicon Valley came back last night. Barry's good. The Bill Hader show. It's a hitman who oh, becomes an actor. You watched the um, That's David cool. Letterman show with Obama. Yeah, he's got, got Jay Z coming up next week. It's like six oh. guests. Yeah. Clooney. Clooney. I watched the Jerry Seinfeld when he's interviewing all the comedians. It's pretty cool. Basketball players watch a lot of TV because you guys yeah. are trapped in hotel rooms time. all the time. Yeah, it's we not like you shit, can go walk just around. Go to the gym and come home. We go. To, we go to the gym at eight o'clock in the morning and come home by eleven, twelve. We don't have shit to do. 
We'll play video games and watch shows. Were you jealous of Drake's Fortnite thing? No. Not a little? No. He had like 700,000 people, right? What? He broke the record. Where? Drake is a legend. He should be in the Songwriters Hall of Fame right now. Have you got him on the pod? Let's get Drake on the pod. Do you want us to help you book for the pod? On Grantland, Drake and Jalen and I did like 35 minutes. Drake was actually a a really great guest. Let's get Drake on this pod. Drake is a... Us a Drake? He's an incredible... Oh, my gosh. She would love to be on here. Drake was good. When this we should did be it the Jaylen. Bill and Kevin pod. Like Yo, Drake can sit right here where Rich is at. I love you, Rich. But Drake can sit right there. and we Rich is going to be running time. the Knicks. Wait, hold up. Y'all just kicked me out the podcast? <laughs> I mean, we might have, but, you know, it's for Drake. Rich is going to be running the Knicks going, how the hell do I trade this Joakim Noah contract? <laughs> how many years are left? Yo, I'll could you run an NBA team? I would love it. What team? Celtics? I, I just think I... I don't think I could be a lot worse than a lot of these guys that do it. Who's the worst year in the league? No, there's a lot of them. Oh, the, you don't want to say it. Okay. The worst GM in the league right now who's still employed? Mm-hmm. You, I'll, I'll put you in an awkward position if I answer this. I don't care. Stan Van Gundy. Stop. Stop it. No. That Blake Griffin trade was a trade you make if you're worried you're going to get fired and you do a Hail Mary hoping that Stop. if it works, you keep your job. You sure he's the worst? it doesn't work. Yeah, he's he's up there. I'm not going to. I'm not getting I'm not this. getting in this because I'm going to be a fellow GM in minutes. That's true. That's why I told you it's going to be awkward. But yeah, Blake gave away a lottery pick and Tobias Harris. I mean, uh, SVG gave away a lottery pick and, Tub- and took on a giant contract. With and I'm not sure Blake and Drummond makes any sense at all together. They didn't build anybody else around them to say yet. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. But hey, I appreciate you. Thank you. Um, thanks for answering the question honestly. Oh uh, no, just thank you for having me on. Oh, oh we're wrapping it up. up. All right, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> he wrapped up the podcast. <laughs> He's going all that. Yeah, vlog boys. Hey, that I appreciate was y'all. He just man, wrapped the shit up. Give me motivation. Um, yeah, Bill Simmons is the Did greatest. We, is there anything we missed that I'm going to take shit for that we missed? Um, Who's winning the Final Four? Uh, Villanova. Loyola, okay. Chicago. Stop. No, Villanova's so fucked up right now. It makes sense. They're going to win. The Go sister Jean thing is crazy. Why are you screaming, man? Because I'm, I had a couple glasses of wine. Oh, can we talk a few football things on air or not? I don't give a shit. The Giants cannot trade Odell Beckham, man. You can't. He's a great... He's one of the most scary. I mean, this is getting scary though, as a giant fan. Oh, you can try into the scares; it'll be fine. I don't think it can happen. (laughs) (laughs) Try your freaking Stevie Wonder Wonder as your as your (laughs) cell phone thing. Yeah, turn your lawnmower, bro. That was the greatest. Can't try Odell here. He's too good. That was the greatest musical moment in Saturday Yo, we had a history. debate. Draymond came to me the Stevie? other day. Stevie sang over Joe. Yo, what? Draymond came to me the other day. He said, would you have, who would you take in? Julio, Antonio Brown, or Odell Beckham? And you said, I don't rate players, Draymond. I, I don't, don't compare players to each other. insight from Richard Sherman. That I was- took Julio. You just told me in basketball you hate when people compare players. Yeah, in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> Not in football. <laughs> but football, it's okay. It's cool. Yeah. It's their lives, though. So what? That's what they do. Yeah, I'm a fan of football. I'm sorry. All right. Well, that's what we do with basketball. I'm glad we reached common ground. I'm sorry. I think, uh, who's it? Odell, Julio, and who's third? Yeah. Antonio Brown. I've gone against all three in important games. 
Who? You? You ain't put on no My favorite pads. team. Well, emotionally, I'm with them. Okay, I see. When we played Atlanta in the Super Bowl, I didn't understand why they didn't throw it to Julio every single time. But yeah, he, I, he, I can't, like cannot, he can't go every play, we found out. Is that what it he is? Play half, he played half the possessions. He, no, plays, no, he goes half he speed? No, he's just so big, no, so, so big physical. So big and so physical, like, he, he takes, can't play 60, he said 60 plays, right? I was just relieved every time they didn't throw him the ball. He I know, but right that good. makes sense. He that was, makes a lot of sense. So good. That no it makes sense what you're saying too, like watching and feeling relieved. Yeah, three hundred yard ball. game. I mean, right. he's unstoppable. But the Giants can't trade Odell Beckham. They just can't. I, you yeah, know where I stand. To Atlanta. Oh my God. Here's where I stand with this shit. Don't trade somebody who's like one of the best people at their position, just ever. Unless like it's a point of no return. They're leaving. They're out. Like whatever. I just do not like giving up on I account. agree with you. It's ridiculous. Um, all right, Trade we're going to wrap it up. To Atlanta. Any pl- it anything up. to plug, KD? Yo, blog boys. All right, blogboys.com. Blogboys.com. I appreciate you. Rich, y'all. go uh, buy blogboys.com right after we finish this. We will. <laughs> Bill, I appreciate you, man. This was fun. This was great. Thank you, as always. We underplayed how much we have going on in business, but this is not for now. <laughs> we're, we led the podcast with it. We talked we about it for 15 we minutes. It. We underplayed it. We underplayed it for you. Well, don't worry. We you, it. you did yeah, like five rich. bags Yo, in covers. Shit. You're right. I'm just saying we underplayed it. We're on fire right now. So. Yo, we're on fire. That's why we're saving this for the next one. Yo, we, rich, we underplayed it. Shit, no, no, we underplayed it. It's over okay. now. All right, thanks so much to Kevin Durant. Thanks so much to Rich Kleiman. He was in there as well. He is a a fantastic third wheel. Thanks to ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. My listeners can try for free at ZipRecruiter.com. We are off, I think, for the rest of the week on the BS Podcast. Check out TheRinger.com. Check out the reviews for Andre the Giant, our documentary that's coming out on HBO on April 10th. We did the big red carpet premiere is happening tonight. In L.A., and then uh, and then I think people are going to start reviewing it. It seems like people uh, are very, very pleased with this doc. I don't want to spoil it, but uh, we're very happy with how it's going. Very excited for everybody to see it. And if you live in the L.A. or New York, there's a lot of billboards already for Andre. So uh, keep an eye on that. Don't, try not to get in the car accident. You're looking for them. Enjoy the weekend. We will be back next week on the BS Podcast.